0: Our second recap from the spring activities and sports championship season is the one event that wasn't a championship it was our festival it was our state music festival today on the podcast with me is Devney davis retiring assistant executive director it is even possible that you will be listening to this podcast after she has finally left the office but she is with us today to help recap our state music festival in 2023. And joining Devon and I will be the new administrator for music in the state of Missouri, James Melton. So welcome to both of you. Thanks. Thank you. James, this is your first time on the All Access podcast.
1: It is. It's my very first time. Yeah, not your
0: last. <laughs> okay, so let's remind ourselves, when did this big event happen? Where, where were we and when did it happen? April 27th through the 29th at the University of Missouri. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and nary a drop of rain. No, that was
2: probably the only time, to- no, two times in my 19 years that we had three days of sunshine.
0: Yes, well it, done. it was. We had some wind, but weather-wise, just beautiful days. We didn't get too hot at all. It was a little cool, and I say that because I spent nearly all my time outside for this event. Most people think of it as an indoor event. It is when you are performing. Mm -hmm. Even the MISHA footprint on the campus of the University of Missouri, we have a little bit happening inside and a lot happening outside. So our staff, in fact, probably has as many outside as inside during that event. Again, I think it's an interesting side note because people are thinking, well, they're in classrooms. And they are, but we're among five different buildings on that campus. Each one you have to get to by going outside. So it has the feel of many of our other spring events, which are almost exclusively outside. So how many schools, how many students, what kind of statistical breakdown do we have, Devney? Well, this year we had 346 schools qualify for
2: the state festival, and we had 7,767 students over the three days there. Uh, which is up from last year, about 600 kids. And we were up 300 events. So we had a total of 39, 39 events performing over the three days.
0: Okay. And that is up, but we have not yet reached our pre-COVID no. numbers. No, that's that's around 4,000, 4,800
2: events and roughly 8,000 students.
0: Okay. So we're getting there. Yep. We're coming um, back. Yeah. Okay. What's the breakdown? We have essentially four areas, three, but we'll call them four areas. We have band instrumental, we have orchestra instrumental, we have vocal, and we have piano. And actually we almost think of it as five because percussion is kind of its own it, it's its, its, own own animal. Yeah, <laughs> its own category. So <laughs> what what kind of breakdown in in let's just talk about music in the state of Missouri? How does it break down at the state festival?
2: Well, for this year we had 893 woodwind events at the state festival over the three days, and 607 brass events, 341 percussion, 102 piano solos, 421 string events, and 1,575 vocal.
0: So I'm going to kind of remind the listeners some of the the aspects of this festival it's over three days and we have predetermined years ago we predetermined the three groups of schools Mm -hmm. and those groups of schools what they have in common is the day they come to the festival and so the thursday schools this year will next spring come on friday and the next year come on saturday and then they'll rotate back to thursday so master calendars in school worlds are really really important especially in the spring And schools start way ahead of time. They started even before now setting up their master calendar for next year. So knowing when the state music festival is for your school is very important. So it would take a lot for us to change that system. Because before we had that system, you still knew what day you were coming, but it didn't rotate. Right. Now we have the the rotation. So we we have just about the same number of schools assigned Mm -hmm. to the three days, which was our biggest day this year. Saturday by maybe 80 students.
2: 80 students, Um, yeah. Friday would have been our highest day. We had 122 schools here. Okay, for a number of schools, yeah. mm -hmm, And then 115 on Saturday and 109 on Thursday.
0: Okay, so pretty pretty close. Pretty even, yeah. And amazingly, your distribution of different kinds of events, we call every performance an event. The distribution of different kinds of events pretty much comes out to pretty close to even each Mm -hmm. of the the three days as well, which is kind of fascinating when you think about it could swing either way. But truthfully, the experience of Missouri students (laughs) across the board, there are variances for school size and opportunities and geographics and all those things. But ultimately, the way we pick those those school groups, was based on their historic participation in the State Music Festival. And so we tried to do a, a good cross-section each day of schools that historically had had small numbers of entries all the way up to those that have a large number of entries. Mm-hmm. And so when we try to divvy those out, it, it works out that each day has a similar profile. And so anything that, that stands out to either of you, I'll say both of you were in the tower almost Completely in the tower. You're next to at least of the tower. The brains of the operation is in Memorial Union, the south side of Memorial Union. For listeners who know anything about that complex, the iconic Memorial Union Tower is actually the centerpiece of Memorial Union. And there are actually two separate buildings that are connected by a passageway that you can do that, but that passageway is over the top of the archway. The archway itself is in a World One Memorial at the University of Missouri. So on the south side, third floor is where the brains, where the Misha folks are running this festival. So the two of you sat up in that area for three days. And what did you do in that time? (laughs)
2: Lots of scheduling changes, especially on Saturday. Questions, mostly rescheduling events. Either because they had bus, you know, got caught up on 70 and it wrecked and were stuck in traffic, so we had to work all those in when they came in, but mostly scheduling changes and answering questions.
1: I think from my perspective, I marveled at things I hadn't seen in process and got to witness things that I had thought about, but got to see in action and sort of just enjoy learning all the ins and outs and, and speculating on. How am I going to handle and serve all these people that come and ask those scheduling changes and, and learn? And it, it was it was pretty fantastic. You know, my, my first introduction to State Music Festival was as a performer back in the late nineties and coming down to state. But then again as a student at the University of Missouri volunteering as a first as a room monitor and then helping sort of be a part of that hive mind, but it was very different back then. It was with Becky Oaks and Ken Summers. It was just a very different machine and a lot of hand scheduling and things that we don't do now. And so in my head, that's the way it was, and that's not the way it is now. And so I got to see that that change. And and then just the enormous amount of manpower, human power it takes to make the State Music Festival run. Like it's it's pretty spectacular. When you start looking at all the individuals, not only the Misha staff, but all the University of Missouri students, community volunteers, et cetera, that all pass through those doors, it's pretty amazing. It's awesome to, to witness that all from the third floor.
0: <laughs> right. So down the hall from you, we have we have kind of the tabulation room, we call. So it's interesting because I think our listeners may not know we have a very robust in-house made by our own web developer, John Pasquet. We have a robust music scheduling program that, that handles really our district festivals and also our state festivals. So on the front end, we have a, a high technology fingerprint on everything. Now, Devney does a lot of hand scheduling, fixing issues, those kinds of things. There's still a lot of, of the human element, as you said, James. But when we, it gets to the to the actual festival, our adjudicators are still handwriting, filling out their adjudication forms. And that continues to be important to our schools and our directors, because the, the handwritten feedback to the student and to the director is very valuable. And because of that, we actually have runners that go room to room all day long collecting these, these forms, taking them to the tabulation room, then moving them into the room where those scores are recorded on our website so that, that the students and their, any, anyone, it's on the public side, can see what your rating was. And also, your director can pick up the certificates for your gold, silver, or bronze rating that day. Then... <laughs> So you get the certificate with the rating sheet and then it has to be a human, has to take it back downstairs onto Lowry Mall where I was working that day where we have tubs full of school names and we put that in the folder and directors come to us all day asking for their results. I'm just trying to help your point, James, while the setup for these thousands of kids and their participation is very high tech, the actual operation is very analog and it's hands-on it's very hands-on so there are some errors that happened but a surprisingly low number Mm -hmm. (laughs) of errors and anytime they happen if anybody asked me uh, out on lowry mall i said go to the third floor of south memorial union talk to devney Mm -hmm. and so those were the questions that you had to answer because sometimes we didn't have the answers for them it's exactly
1: Mm -hmm. how i hope to answer them next year you need to go see davini
0: (laughs) So we even have the shushers, right? We have the the hall monitors monitors, who are trying (laughs) to keep people quiet because these are classrooms with, you know, regular old doors with, you know, space at the bottom and they're not soundproof. And we do our very best to try to ensure that the student has the best possible environment in which to perform because it's very nerve wracking to perform and if there's noise in from the hallway that that is detrimental to their performance so we've got a little bit outside too yes uh, where they
2: practice outside yeah. It bleeds into the building. Yes, you and have to go out and run them off. Sometimes
0: everything down to mowers and weed eaters. We mm-hmm. try to get the University of Missouri to not mow and weed eat outside of our buildings. And actually, they'll do it in the early morning. I, I watched several of them do it, but they mm-hmm. know not to mow or weed ate next to next to the buildings. The buildings we're using. Yeah, yeah. So, James, from your perspective, you sat, you ran, you walked, you uh, you were all over the place. Mm-hmm. But you you experienced this year's festival. It's going to be the only time you'll ever experience it this way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but maybe a few of your reflections on, uh, maybe additional reflections. You've already mentioned a few things on the, the festival and how it works.
1: I think the... What I set out as a kind of a primary goal, not only kind of trying to glean everything that Daphne could remember and tell me in the moment as she's making all these (laughs) decisions so fast, so quick with the rules and things at, at her fingertips and able to call on it, was just to try to visit every space that's happening from the festival, from making sure that I was actively putting up a poster so that not only had the directions been prepared, I knew where they kind of went and what that looked like, and then stepping out some time on Lowry Mall, not to hand back stuff, but to know where that was and to have that experience, to be down with the judges when they were having lunch and have some of that conversation, to do a couple runs and feel what it's like to get over to Tate and then back to Memorial Union. So my reflection on this was this time was to try over three days, two, four brief moments, be every person in some small way just to get a sense of that, not to fully understand it, but to know like when I'm sitting potentially in that seat next year, actually not potentially actually sitting in that seat next year, What is I'm asking people to do and then knowing what it takes to make it happen. And so my reflection on that is just that I feel like I accomplished that and even dragged my own kid into it on Saturday and asked her to come and run that day, which was fun for me because I got to see her interact with an awesome school from West Tran and their director that brought their kids to do that running and watch those relationships get built. And then I've kind of forgotten since I haven't been there like day to day or doing that, I come down and watch the Columbia Public Schools kids, you know, perform and have their seven moments of success in that room and how special that is for them at that moment in time. But this time it was like how collegial and warm and lovely and awesome it is because I waved and greeted and met with directors and something that Davini said. And, and then I, Al, I, even Al said uh, circle who was acting as the festival manager, I was just blown away by the idea of the fact that they've already come to state. They have already, they've already won. They have already achieved a level of success. And so this next opportunity is to just hear what they can do next to grow and I see that embodied in every element of every adult every hand that's in it and every director and and so my my reflection on that is just what an awesome experience that was and the the joy to do that again next year and to keep it going and to see its success and to to see it after the sort of lone years of COVID to Mm -hmm. feel the return. And to see the intensity and the fervor and the excitement that the directors have to bring their kids and have them have that level of, you know, the, the other part you mentioned back to your point about being analog, performing and doing this moment is a very visceral, personal thing. And so the reason those adjudicator comments are analog and that feedback is that way is because that's how we experience it as performers, and we want to we want to keep that keep that alive for them. So it was it was pretty great. Those are my thoughts. It's, it's neat to think about myself as a, as a 15-year-old and now as a 45-year-old in the different, like the journey that I've been on and, and sitting, getting to do that in the next year. So it's pretty great.
0: Devney, as you, are, you have now experienced your last festival, do you have any parting thoughts about this year's festival? No,
2: I'm just really glad that we're, we're coming back to normal, getting back to the, the center of where we've been, and it's going to continue to grow. From my very first one, when we were over headquartered in the Fine Arts Building on top of each other pretty much, doing everything by hand. Stickers on certificates were done by hand. And where we've gotten to now with so much automation of things, but still the hands of of the physical writing out on the adjudication forms. But I, I can't believe we've done that in the last 19 years. It just seems like yesterday that we were... Uh, that that I started, but uh it, it's gone by in a in a in a whirlwind, but I know it's going to continue to to grow and and do great things under james' leadership, so I'm um, anxious to see where everything heads in the future
0: and if you want to volunteer next year as a room monitor, we'd be
2: maybe <laughs> we we'll, we'll see i may I may take a one year reprieve
1: you, but, you, you uh, give a really great sh-
0: yeah <laughs> I can shush yes. <laughs> i've nineteen years practice there. <laughs> So these students, these schools travel to Columbia. Some of them, it's a short way. Some of them, it's a really long way. Some of them have hotels. Shakespeare's Pizza gets a lot of business those three days, which is just a couple of blocks away from where we are. And most of them are going to do one performance for about seven minutes. And then beyond that, if they come with other students from their school, they'll probably be on campus in that space for a little while and maybe spend some more time in Columbia. But there is beyond the the one room where they're assigned classroom or, or small auditorium where they're assigned to do their performance they're in a small subsection of the university of missouri campus and specifically we kind of tried to draw them to a, a, probably about a third of lowry mall which is a, a space just to the west of, of memorial union near ellis library on the campus between hit and 9th street and we're trying to gain their attention And it's not just us that tries to gain their (laughs) attention. For the Missouri State High School Activities Association, we have that area I talked about where we're giving out the ratings. We also sell medals, and the only thing you really get out of the State Music Festival is the certificate, but you can also buy medals. And for many of our schools, the medal has become something that is a well-understood part of how this all works, and everybody who participates in the State Music Festival is likely going to get a medal from their school. So we have schools buying medals, and we also have individuals buying medals. We sell a lot of medals out of a trailer on Lowry Mall. We also sell t shirts. But also, the University of Missouri, and specifically the School of Music, is doing their best to kind of show off and help students understand what being a part of that culture might look like. There are several music student groups, fraternities and sororities kind of groups. There's one for marching band, and there's vocal and instrumental. And they are set up on Lowry Mall as well. One of them will fry anything you would like for them to. (laughs) fry and they'll they'll sell you that item at a discount price and then there's different food vendors and craft vendors and really even arts and science the college of arts and science which houses the school of music Mm -hmm. did a good job of trying to you know just kind of get their name out there so it's a really nice opportunity to be on campus interact with students of all areas but also interact with our host, the University of Missouri, and it gives them an opportunity to, for lack of a better term, show off their students a little bit. And Big Mo is out there. We only allow Big Mo to be hit during the lunch hour when there are no performances, because he would certainly, he, she, what Big Mo would definitely be a, a distraction to a performer. Yeah, it would um, be. Yes. But th- it's It a, lives up to its
1: name. Yes.
0: <laughs> the term festival has many different meanings in this case, is, is what I'm kind of getting to, and that there is kind of this this small festival idea going on there on Lowry Mall and around the Memorial Union. So, and you do see, as James talked about, you see students from the same school kind of gelling because they're on kind of a field trip together mm-hmm. there. But you also see kids and and directors. The directors know each other, and it's an opportunity for them to spend some time together. And many of them look forward to, because they're in with the same schools every year, they look forward to seeing each other each year at the State Music Festival. So just trying to help those who've never been describe the scene a little bit. You see a lot of parents who have been there before, and a lot of them who have no idea what <laughs> their is first this, time. This is their first time, and <clears throat> bless their hearts, they are as nervous or more nervous than their child. <laughs> mm-hmm. As is just the, is the case in all activities and all sports, they're feeling all the feels as well.
1: Oh, you can feel all of it in every room. That's one of the. I think that's one of the most exciting parts. But it's also like, as a parent, you also like. <laughs> I was like, I know what you're going through. It'll be fine. Breathe deep, mom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're, yeah. they're gonna be they're gonna be just great. I, that's something that's a big reflection of mine. Like, and I don't know if we got a chance to talk about this that they'd but. It, the sense of festival i think has really evolved and changed in the in the year like what i remember the most from you know 95 96 97 in those years was just trying to get through the line at mcdonald's on lowry mall and mm-hmm. now due to just the 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 more festive environment the vendors the people that are showing mm-hmm. up the space especially the weather then contributes to that because it was beautiful <laughs> <laughs> and, and people weren't crowded outside. And with the addition of the School of Music building and the reorganization of the way Memorial Union is used, people are more spread out and have places to be. And it, there's certainly that sense and energy that is, that's really exciting that yeah. the University of Missouri did a good job. And the performing groups at lunchtime were fun too.
2: Yes. They used to stand around on the mall and wait for the results to come out. And mm-hmm. we'd have tape them up to the window. And now we can publish those right away. That It's not quite as congested on mm-hmm. the mall. It's more of a relaxed talking and then you know it's changed a little bit sometimes i miss the old days where they kind of all hung around and as soon as you came out with all those sheets they were <laughs> right up to that glass uh, trying to to see the ratings but
1: but now we have the walk and repeat and mo is on the you mm-hmm, know yeah there's the,
2: other things there
0: mm-hmm, to yeah. uh, take care of that time but um,
2: that's great yeah
0: well, I'm going to wrap this up as we've had an opportunity to to help describe to those either who weren't there or to help those who were there relive the moment a little bit on the Missouri State High School Activities Association State Music Festival in 2023. Devney, thank you so much for 19 years of the State Music Festival. We wish you that you can do whatever you want next year on April 26th, <laughs> 27th, and 28th. I believe that's the, the those are the right dates. Yeah, my heart um, will be there. Yeah.
1: If you really want a percussion solo, we can we can sign you <laughs> up. <laughs> we'll see. Yes.
0: James, thanks to you for speaking with us and we'll probably speak with you again later this summer. Yeah, so it'd be great. you've been listening to the Misha All Access Podcast. This is Dr. Jennifer Ruckstad, the Executive Director of the Missouri State High School Activities Association. Thank you for listening to the Misha All Access Podcast and having an interest in Missouri high school activities and athletics. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Misha All Access podcast or any of the episodes in this podcast, please consider subscribing or liking with your favorite podcast provider. It helps other people find us and we really appreciate you listening and supporting the Missouri State High School Activities Association.